Welcome to Guarding Your Nest Egg podcast. Mike, I'm very close to my mom and dad. You know that. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. stretching that umbilical cord very far in my 40s. <laughs> <laughs> and you're very close to your folks. They're retired, mm-hmm. though. How are they spending their time these days? Uh, retired and enjoying it. Summers in uh, North Carolina and winters in Florida. It's pretty hot and humid in Florida, and it's kind of yeah. nice to be up in uh, the mountains. Yeah. Well, for you listening today, have you had the talk with your parents about their financial future? Personal finance journalist Cameron Huddleston tells CNBC that you probably should have that talk, not about the birds and the bees, but about money, because it can save you time and money down the road. Most adult children are going to have to be involved in their parents' finances one way or the other. Everyone dies. And so when your parents die, you have to deal with what they've left behind. And if they don't have a will, that makes things a lot more complicated. But you can also get involved with your parents' finances when they are still living, if they need long-term care, if they haven't prepared properly for retirement, and you have to step in and help support them. If you wait until there's an emergency, it can be too late. Where should we start with a conversation like that? If you can only find out one thing, you need to find out whether they have estate planning documents. It sounds like it's something only wealthy people would have, like estate. You know, you have a mansion in the country, but that's not true. This is a will or a living trust, power of attorney, and a living will, which is also called an advanced health care directive. That was all legal speak. It was. And, and I bring that jargon up there. because you're not an attorney, but as a fiduciary, a financial advisor and the founder mm-hmm. of Talent Wealth Management, when you and the team sit down with your clients, you do address these topics in some way, shape or form so that their children aren't left wondering what to do. Am I wrong? Yeah, I'd say most people that, that we meet with are certainly interested in making sure their beneficiaries don't have um, just issues or expenses or hassles when it comes to, you know, when they pass away, they want to make sure it's a pretty smooth process. Mm-hmm. And we want to make sure we help them with that. I mean, that's why we work with attorneys that can help individuals with things like, I mean, she mentioned, make sure you have a will. One of the things about a will without going too far into it is that's not as helpful as you think it might be. Right. I mean, it's certainly on paper. It's what you would like to see happen to your assets when you pass away. But a will is essentially instructions for probate court mm-hmm. if you wind up there. And that's a kind okay. of a long-term costly process. Kind yeah. of a long-term costly process. The reason yeah. my parents were so proactive about taking care of this for themselves was really taking care of it for me because mm-hmm. their parents didn't have all these things in place, an estate plan and the health care part. That wasn't as complicated for us. But making sure that the probate process wasn't a nightmare. Yeah, they wanted me to avoid it because it was a big problem for them. It is, and it's an expense. And I think uh, if you're working with an investment advisor that is you know, not just interested in making sure they make money off of your portfolio, but also making sure that they have relationships with professionals, in this case, attorneys, that can help you with this process, it's, it's important. I mean, that's why we do it. I mean, on the front end, we're helping individuals with their investments. On the back end, we want to make sure that as long as the client's interested, that that's a smooth process. So, again, you do want to make sure that that's taken care of. She also mentioned long-term care. Mm -hmm. Uh, Long-term care, obviously, is if you get to a point where you're unable to take care of yourself, who's going to provide that service for you? We meet a lot of people that don't want to become, in their mind, would be a burden on their children. Not that their children would necessarily consider it a burden, but people just don't want to be in that situation. And so they'll look at ways to cover long-term care. Now, in the financial planning process, 
we find ways to make sure that long-term care is taken care of, whether you have an insurance policy to cover it or whether you have enough in assets to make sure there's money there to take care of it for you. But that's a part of the complete financial plan, and it's important. And then, Kristen, also retirement. So if you're in a situation where your parents have a certain amount of assets and those Mm -hmm. assets are going to transfer to you on their death, it's a conversation you want to have with them on, well, how has that been set up? Get involved in that because there are things you need to know. First of all, on an inheritance, when it comes to retirement accounts, something like an IRA or a 401k, if your parents leave that to you, there are very specific rules on how distributions have to come back out of that. So uh, it used to be you could stretch it over your lifetime. The rules changed. You have to do a uh, your payout on it. They're not real clear yet on on the structure of that. That's one of the things that's out there we've talked about on the program before. Mm-hmm. But realize if you inherit a retirement account, there are specific rules on how that's distributed. Other things like if you inherit real estate from them, if you inherit investment accounts that are not retirement accounts, the rules are different. You need to help your parents understand what things like a step up in basis is. You know whether that applies to the home step up in basis when it comes to real estate or a step up in basis when it comes to investments. If your parents are, you know, 80s, let's say, mm-hmm. um, we hope they live as long as possible, but, you know, chances are their life expectancy, you know, isn't all that long. Right. This is a conversation I've had, just give you an example, uh, a conversation with clients and, you know, hey, my uh, parents bought Apple stock way back when, hmm. and it's, you know, worth a ton of money now. They didn't pay much for it. So there's this capital gains, mm-hmm. meaning just gains on that. It's a huge amount. And let's say an advisor or somebody said, hey, sell that, you know, and move it over here. Probably a bad idea because right. God forbid they pass away. The step up in gains would mean you'd probably receive those gains without having to pay tax on it as the beneficiary. So things that you need to be involved with, particularly if you're concerned that your parents aren't involved with it enough. So these are conversations we have with our clients. These are conversations we have with individuals that are concerned about it. There is planning involved. And feel free to give us a call if you have any questions or concerns. Connect and interact with the show by visiting us anytime at guardingyournestag.com. Speaking of that, a listener recently reached out with a very interesting dilemma. His financial advisor unexpectedly passed away about a year ago, and he and his wife aren't happy with the way their money has been managed since. They're approaching 59 and 60 and have collectively about $600,000 in 401ks and roughly $300,000 sitting in cash from the recent sale of some property. Don't know any more details than that. I'm sure you and the team will dive into more with them one-on-one, but where would you typically start with a couple in a situation like this? Well, unfortunately, it's not uncommon. Um, You'll have couples that have been working with a financial advisor for a long time, but financial advisors, they pass away sometimes, but also they just sort of age out. Um, They retire. They want to retire too. And now this person maybe that you met when you were in your 30s or 40s grew up with you on the portfolio, and then they either passed away or they retired. And typically, they'll just sort of which is natural, don't take offense to it, but they'll hand you off to the next person, right? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's their child, right, who sort of took over the business and you don't feel great about it. Uh, I know a lot of people in that situation. Sometimes they work for a firm and then you just get handed off to kind of the 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 newbie is what happened to me one time. (laughs) Yeah, the newbie. And then other times you're working with a sort of a big firm and your advisor gets promoted to manager somewhere and then you get the other newbie. I mean, there's just scenarios where this happens and it's uncomfortable and it doesn't always go well. 
and it doesn't help that much when it comes to confidence. So usually the breakdown is lack of communication or sort of, like I said, lack of confidence. And you have to be willing to step out of that situation and go look for something that you're comfortable with. Find somebody that provides value. This is Guarding Your Nest Egg with Mike Lester. Catch up and interact with the show anytime at guardingyournestegg.com. Mike Lester is a registered representative of and offers securities through World Equity Group, Inc., member FINRA and SIPC, a registered investment advisor. Investment advisory services offered through Retirement Wealth Advisors. Talent Wealth Management and Retirement Wealth Advisors are separate entities and are not owned or controlled by World Equity Group, Inc. Mike Lester is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors Incorporated, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Talon Wealth Management, Retirement Wealth Advisors, and this radio station are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer to only fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by Retirement Wealth Advisors. Florida license number D056341. California license number 0N00828. Fiduciary duty extends solely to investment advisory advice and does not extend to other activities such as insurance or broker dealer services. Advisory clients are charged a monthly fee for assets under management while insurance products pay a commission, which may result in a conflict of interest regarding compensation.